1: So was this hospital in Gaza hit by Israelis or by Hamas? More and more, the data shows that it was a rocket fired by Hamas out of Gaza. That misfire hit the hospital. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. But facts and data didn't stop Rashida Tlaib from blaming Israel. Didn't stop the news media from blaming Israel didn't stop the New York Times from having to put out three different headlines, because they started by blaming Israel, and then they said, something happened in Gaza, we don't know. This is what happens. This is what happens when you see people's true colors, when you see the hatred, when you see the bigotry, when it cannot be denied, when it is clearly, clearly in your face. And you have to say to yourself, oh, this is who these people are. Tony Katz, 93WIBC, good morning. That bombing, they claim, is the reason that King Abdullah of Jordan and uh, President El sisi of Egypt and Mahmoud Abbas of the Palestinian Authority, himself a terrorist, uh, that they canceled their meeting with Joe Biden, President of the United States, who is in Israel right now. And spoke uh, with uh, a, a joint uh, grouping of Israelis and a U.S. delegation, including Anthony Blinken and Prime Minister Netanyahu. President
2: Well thank you, uh, Mr. Prime Minister. In the wake of Hamas's uh, appalling terrorist assault, it was brutal, inhumane, uh, almost beyond belief what they did this cabinet came together. And uh, standing strong, standing united, and, and I want you to know you're not alone. You are not alone. As I emphasized earlier, we will continue to have Israel's back as you work to defend your people. We'll continue to work with you and partners across the region to prevent more tragedy to innocent civilians. 75 years ago, your founders declared that this nation would be one based, quote, based on freedom, justice and peace, based on freedom, justice and peace. The United States stands with you in defense of that freedom, in pursuit of that justice and in support of that peace.
1: That's just some of what Joe Biden said. We'll see if his party actually is behind that. Meanwhile, back at home, there's still no speaker. Jim Jordan failing to get the 217 votes. 20 Republican votes went other places. For Steve Scalise, for Thomas Massey, I could have gone for Bugs Bunny for all I dang well know. But another vote set today, I will have the bourbon at the ready. I really, sh- I really should just do this live. And, and every time someone votes for other, we take a shot that'd be good oh that'd be so good every time there's a vote for other boop we take a shot or every time the democrats say extremist boop do a shot it's the only way to put up with that madness we'll see if jim jordan has the votes today i don't actually think he does i've i can look at this count now and understand where people are at uh, some people just wanted a symbolic first no because they were upset with McCarthy being removed. So this one is going to, I think it's silly, but neither here nor there. This one is going to be a thing. I i don't think he has it. I don't think he has it on the second go around. I could be wrong. A lot could have changed, um, you know, in, in in the last 24 hours. But I would bet money that uh, he does not have it. So we'll go to round three. And as a reminder, this is what happens when you don't have a plan. This is what happens when you let Matt Gates's emotions get in charge of the party. This is what you get. It looks bad right now. Once this is over, it'll be over. It won't matter. It doesn't matter what they say about the left says about Jim Jordan. Who cares? Who cares? What matters is you get it done now. And not Jordan, somebody, but get it done today. Because then you can get on to some real issues, and Democrats are going to have to deal with with their reactions to those real issues. Right now, they get all the high ground and saying, oh, these Republicans are so silly. They do. Just accept that as reality. We'll see where that goes. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.
2: Whether
0: it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: I have seen more people passing around this story than maybe any other. It is the kind of headline that makes you say, my gosh, these people are doomed. But then again, these are the same people who are aggressively trying to cancel George Orwell. Yes, that George Orwell. Canceling George Orwell is only proof that 1984 is being used as an instruction manual or that that man was really able to see into the future. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. You have got... um a book out it's a biography of george orwell's wife that describes him as a quote sadistic misogynistic homophobic and sometimes violent man the telegraph did a write-up of 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 this and and um people like well 1984 was a reflection of the real inner orwell The biographer says he desperately wants to be decent. And wanting to be decent is an honorable thing, a noble thing. But writing a book like 1984, which is violent, misogynist, sadistic, grim, paranoid, that comes out of a writer's flaws. Oh. Well. That's... That's something. So anybody who writes anything violent... Isn't just writing; uh, it shows their flaws. Lord only knows what we now say about Stephen King. The book is is violent and misogynistic, and therefore, therefore, it should be uh, dismissed. Because he was a bad guy. I don't know if he's a bad guy. You say he was a bad guy. Sure. The book is unbelievably important. I don't know if J.D. Salinger was a good guy or not. I have no idea. I'm not an expert um on, on, on him Ray Bradbury Fahrenheit 451 am I supposed to dismiss Bradbury now somebody's got to tell me that he once wasn't nice to a puppy the problem is is that we've read 1984 and we're seeing it play out and we're pretty disgusted by it but I think this, this the, the story that's making people laugh out loud, is much more uh, Ayn Rand, Atlas Shrugged, than it is uh, George Orwell. Most people, when they talk about Atlas Shrugged, uh, the leftists be like, oh, that ridiculous book. That book is unbelievably important. Read that. Read The Fountainhead. Don't be silly. I'm not saying you have to be an objectivist. I'm saying you got to read the book. Don't watch the movie... They screwed up the movies. Oh, it shouldn't have been a movie, 10-part miniseries. That would would work. You can even modernize it up a bit. But Atlas Shrugged is incredibly important literature and should be read. The most important part of Atlas Shrugged is not the John Galt speech. This is my take. Uh, Others might disagree. Objectivists might disagree. It's fine. I don't think it's the John Galt speech. I actually don't think the Galt speech is as necessary as other parts of the book. I don't think that much explanation was needed. I think that my my view is that Ayn Rand just wanted it. That's that's my take. Other people could see it differently, and Ayn Rand could have spoken about this, and I have never heard her uh, in maybe engaged in these conversations. Okay. Um. Some people think that the John Galt conversation that you never see with D'Arconia might be the most important moment because here's this guy who understands the problems, understands the issues, but doesn't realize how much is at stake and how he really has to stop the engine of the world in order to get people to change. I think the most important moment in the book is at the end, and if it's a spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Uh, Turn off your radios for 15 seconds or turn them down, let me do this. For those of you who have read it, the most important moment is when they're trying to uh, torture Galt and he has to tell them how to actually hook up the equipment. To me, that 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 is the everything. There are people out there, okay, you can all come back now, there are people out there who want to destroy you, and you don't know, and they don't know how to do it. And then there are moments where you are going to be destroyed, as a part in the book where this, this, this guard, uh, move or you're going to get killed, move or you're going to get killed, and the guard doesn't know what to do. He's not standing up for anything, he's been brainwashed by these people that he's got to stand there. This is the headline from a website called THEM. I'm sorry, THEM? What the heck is THEM? Get the best of what's queer. Oh, okay. Now I know what THEM is. Here's the article. Here's the headline. Israel makes the hormones I need, but I support Palestinian liberation. I'm sorry, what now? Here, here, here. Uh, a large part of the trans community in the U.S. is being forced to choose between our life affirming transitions and our Palestinian siblings' demand for freedom. There's no way that that's real. Israel makes the hormones I need, but I support Palestinian liberation. So, do I support the people who allow me to live my true self, or do I support my Palestinian siblings who, if they had their goal regarding Hamas, I'd be dead today? You, th- you think living under Sharia is going to give you much of a chance? trans community are you insane are you out of your minds you're you, this is a choice you have to make by the way you're not choosing between israel and your palestinian siblings you're choosing between israel's existence and Ham- a terrorist organization winning hamas is isis you're the f- wait nope not the first you're the second people dead You really are going to push for your own eradication. You think I'm the problem? You're out of your heads. My gosh, leftism really is a psychological disorder, isn't it? Nutty. 43 degrees in the American Standard Cooling Weather Center. The time is 8.36.
2: How bad is it? No
1: sugar-coated. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Dow futures down 58. NASDAQ futures are down 75. Mortgage demand, duh. Lowest level since 1995. But we know this. the The 30-year fixed has been going up because the 10-year treasury right now is 4.856. It was playing on the 4.6s, 4.5s. Then you saw that sales were up 0.7. And you're like, that didn't make any sense. How in this economy can sales be up 0.7%? Who's buying what? Dr. Matt Will explained it yesterday on Tony Katz Today. That podcast is up. Wherever you get your podcast for Tony Katz in the Morning News or Tony Katz Today, uh, it it should be there. Um, uh, Producer Jonathan works hard on that podcast, so please subscribe. Subscribe right away. Um, The inflation's baked in. The reason that spending was up on retail sales 0.7% when the estimate was 0.3%, inflation baked in. People aren't buying because they want to spend, they're buying because they have no choice but to buy the things at the higher price. And as Dr. Will sees it through his research and his data, people are still spending COVID savings. I don't even know how that's possible. What COVID savings are left? What possible COVID savings are still out there? He says they are and they're still spending them, okay? But the average contract interest rate for a 30-year fixed is 7.7. Applications for a mortgage to purchase a home dropped 6% week to week, 21% lower than the same week one year ago. Refinance fell 10%, well, 12% lower than a year ago. That I'm not surprised by. Not, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Who's refinancing at, at these numbers. As we follow Lance Lambert, uh, formerly of Fortune, actually just left as the real estate editor of Fortune Magazine uh, to start his own uh, his own company focused on the real estate market. Um, housing affordability is so pressurized that there are fewer resale transactions occurring today than during the depths of the 2008 housing crash. Oh, well, that's good. These are the conversations that I believe that the Republican Party needs to have if they're going to be successful in defeating Joe Biden come uh, November of 2024. By the way, I again will tell you that everything is possible when you're dealing with the Democratic Party. I don't think they're dropping Biden as the nominee. I think this is still happening. Absolutely do. I think this is still, uh, still the story. But man, this is difficult. What's interesting is uh, so. So my parents, uh, they moved from Boynton. They moved from the East Coast to the Villages, getting a little older, wanted to have that assisted living kind of feel, be around some uh, other, other people. They 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 like uh, the East Coast, but they thought that this would be a a better move, a better economic move. Everything else is like all right. That's, Man's 85 years old, she's 76. I don't think I get to tell them what's what. I don't, I know when parents get older, there's a whole reversal thing where you're all of a sudden the parent to your parents. I am not a buyer. There are things, there are things with aging parents uh, that is very real. And I'll be, I'll be discussing some things that I'm doing. I'll tell you when I do it, I'll tell you why I do it. After watching my parents' health issues over the past couple of years, and it got really bad, I, uh, that my mother's alive is stunning, uh, truly, truly amazing. Um, I and and seeing some of the things that have gone on, and they were pretty well prepared. I have made some changes in my life, and I've cha- made some changes to some things that I'm doing um, to maybe help some others. I'll 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 get into that. Um, but they're so they're selling their place. It's a it's a duplex, right? They have the they have one side of it shared roof with a, with a with another uh, home there, right? Shared wall. Uh, nice place and they and they and they redid it um and uh, yeah, they thought it would sell faster than it has, and this is Florida now, maybe they priced it too high again, that's always the answer, but it's Florida, people are moving in, people are retiring, they want exactly this kind of thing, two bedrooms and a den and two full baths and a redone kitchen. Uh, yes, give me that we're we're in Florida, we're done um but they're 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 seeing a little bit of of hesitation because of where these interest rates are. In Florida, I'm I'm oh, I'm watching very very closely. I'm watching very very closely. Have no fear about that. Um, yeah. This is there and but again, in Indiana, in, at least where we are, I don't see the prices going down. Cuz there's very little inventory out there. I don't see the prices going down at all. I would love to hear. If people are seeing it, tell me all about it. Uh, On Twitter, of course, Twitter, X at Tony Katz or Tony at TonyKatz.com. This, uh, well, this isn't Tony Katz today. I'm Tony Katz and this is 93 WIBC. Good morning. Seems like you let your own personal beliefs influence how you report the news. I guess that's what you get paid to do, but sometimes it would be nice to just give the news and let us decide the truth. That's a a, a tweet post X that I got from Royce. Uh, First of all, Royce, thanks for listening. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. Yeah, I absolutely am an opinion-driven show. A hundred percent. Absolutely. But I I don't know which subject you're referring to here um, about my personal beliefs influencing how I report the news. If something is breaking, I share it straight. But if we're talking about, let's say, uh, this hospital in Gaza uh, that got hit by a rocket, well, the reporting, no one waited for. I did. Rashida Tlaib didn't wait for the reporting. NBC didn't wait for the reporting. The New York Times didn't wait for the reporting. As a matter of fact, we want to talk about news organizations that decided to engage in influence as opposed to just giving the news. Check this out from MSNBC. We
0: should be really clear. NBC News is not able to get into Gaza right now. The Israeli border is sealed. The Egyptian border is sealed. Our teams are not able to get there and to verify this directly. We should also say that the Israeli military at this point is not providing any evidence to back up its claims that this was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. They are citing intelligence that they have not yet made public. We should also say that this kind of death toll is not what you normally associate with Palestinian rockets. These rockets are dangerous. They are deadly. They do not tend to kill hundreds of people in a single strike in the way that Israeli high explosives, especially these bunker buster bombs that are used to target these Hamas tunnels under Gaza City, do have the potential to kill hundreds of people. And we should say finally, that there are instances in the past where the Israeli military has said things in the immediate aftermath of an incident that have turned out not to be true in the long run. And the one example I'll give you is that when the Al Jazeera journalist, Shirin Abu Akhle was killed in the occupied West Bank, the Israeli military initially said that she was killed by Palestinian gunmen, and it was only months and months later that they admitted that it was likely an Israeli soldier who fired the
1: fatal shot. So that is MSNBC without any data saying, you see, Israel's a bunch of liars. But he should have been stopped immediately when he called it the occupied West Bank. It's Israel. Now, you could tell me that's not news, and that's my personal belief. No, those are the facts on the ground, and then other people are liars. But as the New York Times showed, in three different headlines on the same story, they started with, Israeli strike kills hundreds in hospital, Palestinians say. Then it became, at least 500 dead in strike on Gaza hospital, Palestinians say. And then it became, at least 500 dead in blast at Gaza hospital, Palestinians say. No one had the data. They weren't sure how this took place. But MSNBC wanted you to know that those Israelis don't tell the truth. I have no basis for this, but let me tell you about those Israelis. Well, let me tell you about Hamas, which has been sending barrages of rockets into Israel. Their rockets are not of the best quality. As video is showing this morning, there is no crater site, meaning that there doesn't seem to be an explosion from high up. And the IDF has stated repeatedly, we can show you where it went. We know when it went off and we know where it ended up. And very much this looks like Gaza had a misfire or a miscue and blew up their own hospital. Which is not surprising because they don't care. They just spin it as, Look what the Israelis did. They lie. If Israel comes out and says, you know what, that was us. We did this. This was our mistake. They're the most honest people in the world. You'll never hear that from Hamas. You'll never hear it from Hamas. They don't do that. So, do I engage personal beliefs on this show? Absolutely. This is a commentary kind of show. That's that's what I do. I bring news. I bring conversation. Breaking news. I break it down. I wait for information before coming to theories and philosophies. But there's no doubt that my my voice shines through, man. There's no doubt that my voice shines through. My theories uh, shine through. No doubt at all. As a matter of fact, uh, as uh, Michael, thanks for this one. I, I forgot this. The IDF released a recording of a phone call between two Hamas operatives who discuss the failed rocket that landed on the hospital. I waited for the data. Keith Olbermann didn't. Rashida Talib didn't. They all went to blaming Israel. And and there's no doubt. Let me tell you also where my where my bias is. I support Israel's right to exist. I'm a Zionist. I said that right from the beginning so you knew exactly where I am, where I am, who I am. I support Israel's right to exist. I support Israel's right to defend itself. Hamas is a terrorist organization, and not only should they not be argued with or bargained with or dealt with, they should be destroyed so the people of Gaza can have a better life. That's the rational point of view. Yet we have people here in Indianapolis who are Gaza supporters. Nope, not sorry, not Gaza supporters, Hamas supporters. There it is, much better said. The question is, is one of those people, Jesse for Indy, this socialist running for the Indianapolis City County Council, who was there over the weekend at a free Palestine rally. You mean a pro-Hamas rally? Someone asked this socialist where he is on Israel's existence. Why in the world would the Democratic Party support this? There's a Libertarian running against him because the Republicans didn't bother running anybody. What a terrible party they are. Uh, Her name is Libby Glass, Elizabeth Glass, Libby, and she's running for the Indiana 13th. And Republicans and Democrats need to come together and support the Libertarian against the socialist Jesse Brown, who seems to be pretty cool with Israel's destruction. Although you can see that from his tweets and retweets. Someone should ask him. Support the Libertarian. Support Libby Glass. Indianapolis should not have a socialist on the council. Ali Brown's bad enough.